Your signature does really look cool. Mm, yeah, I've been practicing that since 19. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta chop this down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Caffeine and Creatives. I am your host, X. To my right today, I have a fairly new but good friend, my guy, Alex. Yes, Come sir. On. How you feeling today, my guy? I'm feeling good, man. I'm just grateful to be alive, grateful to be here with you, and I'm just ready to share what God has shared with me. Hey. See my guy already over here, just ready to drop this knowledge on you. So, um, first question I ask everybody on here: um, What is your what is a, what is Alex's uh, caffeine? What is your wake up and go of choice? Like, what is, what what gets mm. you going in the morning? How you start your day? Um, so like right now, you see, I got a little hot chocolate next to me. But when I wake up in the morning, I like to start with fruit. You know, I like mm-hmm. I, I always go and get um, cantaloupes and. Honeydews and apples and you know what I'm saying? Them types of of vibes like that. That's what gets me feeling good in the morning. I just started buying, like actually buying like whole pineapples and mangoes. Oh, that's that's a real deal. Yeah, and cutting them up at the house. But you don't know how to cut them up. What you talking about? What? What? (laughs) I'm going to call my wife right now. I need video. I need video. Bro, I be chopping them up. Mangoes are hard to cut. I had to figure that one out because the whole pit situation in the middle book. We here. Yes, you got to work on that. We here. <laughs> um, tell tell the people a little bit about yourself. How are you a creative? What's your what's your creative outlets of of choice these days? Um, I have several. Music first. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing music for the past twelve years. Um, I engineer, I produce, I'm a songwriter, and right now my main focus is artistry. I'm putting out my own music. Yeah, my boy just dropped this fire video. Mm-hmm. Directed by Open Season. Come on. Hey, hey. What's the name of that single so the people can go check it out? That single is called The Hookup, and it's on all platforms iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever. It's hard. Trust me. Yes, sir. That's the Atlanta R&B vibe. So, y'all yes. got to tap in. It is hard. Please tap in with my guy. Um. So, how long? How long? You said you've been doing music for 12 years? 12 years, yep. I think. Well, that's. Damn, like you know how like when people say like numbers like that, and then you think about how long you've been doing something, you've like, man, I've I've actually been doing this for about ten myself. So it's like, wow, we've been here. Yes, we seasoned a little bit. Like, yeah, for real. Once That's you get once you get like a decade in, it's just like, yeah, just okay. Folk better stop playing. With me. <laughs> stop, stop you feel me? I paid my dues. <laughs> you feel me? I ain't playing. <laughs> what um, what you working? What's what's uh, what you working on lately? What you got going on? Um, so like I said, my main focus is, um, myself right now. I'm about to release a project soon. Um, I got a couple new singles coming out. Um, there are also artists I've been working with. Like I mentioned, Kiki Palmer. Um, I, she just released a, a album. It's called um, Virgo Tendencies Part One. Mm. And, um, I'm a, I co-wrote on seven songs. I produced one of the songs on there. Seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working with Ruby Rose a lot. Yeah. Um, she cool people. Yeah, she is super dope. Um, talented down to earth. Um and I got a new studio, you know. I got yes, my guy is down down there. I actually do a lot of work out of my guy's studio. Uh, layers. If y'all ever on the south side, and Ellenwood, hit my guy up. Yes, quality studio vibes for days. Yes, definitely. If Two. you in Atlanta, it's like twelve hundred studios. His studio is clean. 
Okay, we got water. You got water. You know, <laughs> you, know what I mean? you got to pray. You know, them be top selling points in Atlanta studios because everybody you. got a studio. Everybody don't got a nice studio. You know, they ain't gonna take care of you everywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But at my spot, I'm an artist first. You know, so Facts. I'm trying to just cater to the creators. I want people to be in there and want to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and be sure. Able to, be able to get through their song comfortably. Man, what? And it's definitely a vibe. Like I'm, just, it's a vibe every time I come up in there. Yeah, appreciate that. It's all love. Um. Tell what's up, what's up, tell us a little bit. I want to get into uh, your backstory. How did you? How did we already said the number? We twelve mm-hmm. years. We a decade plus in. Mm-hmm. Where what's what would that journey look like for you? So I was introduced to music. Um, my senior year in high school was when I first found a love for it. I used to just be my mom had it. She had a little Yamaha keyboard with a five sound sequencer, and um, I don't know. I don't even know what got me started playing around on it, but mm-hmm. I just was doing it, and hours would pass and. Um, from there I was like, well, dang, you know, I started at one and it's nine. I never tried music before, but for all this time to pass, it must be something in there. So, um, I decided that it was something that I wanted to really pursue. And as soon as I shared that with my parents, you know, they really pressed the issue about me, um, getting in school for something that I just, whatever I wanted to do. So, mm-hmm. um, I enrolled in college at Art Institute of Atlanta, um, and I, my major was audio production. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold that against you as a full self. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> look, look. Art Institute of Atlanta was cool, but it was so expensive. I you know what it. I mean? I feel like all of these education programs, you know what I mean, as this just charging like that, mm-hmm. I feel like it's unfair, you know. Um, but I will say that me going to school did give me an advantage over a lot of other people that's doing the same thing I'm doing. Like Facts. I got the experience in the field and I have the technical stuff, you know, I know I know the language as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that that was important for me. Um, but I went to school. Um, and around 2011, around t- it was a three-year program, r- around two years in, I ran into financial aid issues mm-hmm. and um, because it was so expensive, and they put me out. Um, mm-hmm. So from then, I decided, like, I got to – I was already performing. I had I was in a group called The People, me and my boy Worm. was already performing. was making our own beats at this time already. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when the group ended, we ended shortly after that. And um, I was just like, man, I got to really lock in on my path in, in music. You know, I got to figure out something that's going to help me learn the business because I didn't have a lot of relationships when I came in. I came in without any relationships or um, industry industry knowledge. <clears throat> so I decided I was going to put my energy towards songwriting. I was like, I, um, I did start meeting a few people in school. I noticed that from my songs that I was making, people, they, um, they liked when I sang more, my melodic stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, all right, well, let me let me pour into the writing side a little bit more. And as soon as I decided that, within like two weeks, stuff just started coming to me. The first thing I did as a writer was um, it was a, a songwriting camp by this guy named Kevin Shine, and um, Kevin Shine he had some called Writing Sessions of America, where he pulled different I writers. I think I follow him too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing that for years since this was in 2012 when I did when I first did this. Um, he had different writers and producers in the room. That's how I met Tosh Couture. Um, David Luke, Alicia Renee, a lot of these people have like worked with Rihanna, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Also with Kiki with me. Um, so took that route and I've been writing ever since. But um during this period, it was probably like a five year window where I wasn't putting out my own music, I was only writing. And um I was just inspired to go back to school through a girl that I was dating. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She was she was at USC getting her her masters. You feel me? And I'm relationships like, would do that. I'm telling you, I was like, and she was just smart. I was like, damn, she's smart as hell. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get my stuff together, man. This ain't gonna work if I don't like. So I was like, man, I need to just be around like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just trying to just trying to grow in whatever field they're doing. So, 
figured it out, worked away, get back in school, and I finished. Um, I went back in 2015, finished in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, got my bachelor's in audio production. So um, from there, <clears throat> what did I do? I started. I was always going to different seminars and, and festivals, just doing anything I could to try to learn about the industry and um, expand my network. Um, so one year, 2016, I went to Miami with some of my homies. We went to the Revolt Music Conference. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just different panels. And it was one particular panel that had, like, Sean Garrett, um, you know, the production duo, the interns. Yeah, they were, and, yeah, um, co- co-sign. Yep, yeah, too. Sure. So um, they ended up hosting the panel because the, the guy that was supposed to host it, uh, he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. So the creators hosted it. And um, their main thing was, like, you know, everybody in here, y'all keep on, y'all keep coming to us, asking us for favors, trying to like get put on. There was like everybody that's on this stage. You know, we we worked with with each other before we was who we are today. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was like we put ourselves on, we came together, and um, from that, I was just inspired. I was like, I it's time for me to step back out. You know, I've been a writer. Um, I, I feel like I've been dope for a long time, but you know, sometimes you you feel like you're not getting your just due um, in a particular field. Um, and, and I just decided, like, I need to put myself out there. Like, if if, if somebody going to tell me no, it's going to be the people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to let some somebody's A&Rs or, 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 or even a moody, another artist that's moody, yeah. when I feel like I'm one of the best artists in the world. And, I, and I've always felt like that. And um, <clears throat> so came home, and I started doing group sessions. That's um, I decided I was going to put together my first compilation. I was like, I'm stepping back, at, back out as an artist, but I don't want to do it alone. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, all right, compilation album, Layers Volume 1 is what, is what it's called now. It's out right now. And um, I came together with like 20, 20 of my people, all my friends. These, these are all people that, were, that are still my friends. And, um, and that was my introduction back into artistry. Mm. And since then, I've just been going crazy. I dropped my, my solo EP, um, one, dropped it last year. I've been releasing singles and videos consistently. Going crazy. Since, yep. Like last year, I did 20. Like my first time back on stage. Since 2011 was last year in March, mm-hmm. and I did 20 shows last year. You know what I'm saying? Coming out of that high age. So um, I decided. I there's some artists now that, that, that can't get two. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was, and I was planning them. I was, I was booking them shows myself. You feel me? Yeah, you know, that's, that's big. Yeah, just reaching out. like And like I said, I wasn't even on stage, so I didn't. I, it was a new, a whole new network. Like when you a songwriter and you transition into an artist, it's still, it's still a transition, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not just, well, I, I got stuff going, I'm successful as a writer, you know, I'm just being an artist and I'm a pop. And be on that same level. Exactly. As like, like, every, no. I feel like everybody had to go through that. We've we've seen it before in, in like, Neos mm-hmm. and Carrie Hilsons. And, yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all them, be, like, it'd be the dopest people that be writing for everybody that you love. Yeah. And then they come out with their album and it's like, who is this nigga? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, they got show love. You know, they got love, you know, um, especially especially Neo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Neo had a, a good long run, and he's still mentioned today, not only as a writer, For but sure. as an artist. Um, yeah. Neo had, I feel like, Neo Neo played it damn near perfect, though. Because yeah. Neo came, when Neo came out, he had he had the cosign of everybody that he was, like, writing for. Like, hey, hey Beyonce, I just mm-hmm. wrote you a hit last year. Okay. You better give me a shout out. See, that's what it's about, though. <laughs> like, you, know what about I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, like, you better show me some love. Okay, but see, that's what it, that's the way it's about, though. You write, you get some hits. Yeah. Then it is different. You may transition a little better. Because mm-hmm. not only you're going to have the people that's going to shout you like that, um, but you're going to have some money. <laughs> you feel me? You're going to have your own budget. 
So okay. you don't really got to sign to people as quickly as you normally would just yeah. coming up as a writer. Bet. What was your um? What was your first major placement as a um, writer or producer? Um, the first time I got on an album, and it, it was um, yeah, I, I think he signed major. He was signed to E One. Was with Young Dro in 2013. Okay. Bet. Yeah, 2013. It was a song called Corner Boys, and um, I wrote that with my boy Parrish Carter and Milo Smith. Mm. And shoot, that was over there. Um, I got a big homie. His name Big Stroud. Mm. Big Stroud got me my first my first placements. You know what I'm saying? Like this is all 2013. He got me the, the drove placement on that album. He got me T Pain stuff. Mm. Um, it was tiny. You know, tiny had a group. Um, to her oh, label yeah, yeah. that was called French Kids. Like I, w- I went crazy. I went crazy, and that was what really sparked me. Like, man, you okay? You know, hearing just hearing somebody else's voice, right? Wait, on so on your way yeah. on something that you that you helped put together. If not wrote entirely right. for, in a lot of situations, but um, would you say that those were like, um, <clears throat> was it that point in your career where you was like, all right, like, I'm here here, or was it, or did some other stuff come down the pipeline where just like, all right, I might not be kind of here, and then some something else popped up, and we were like, okay, this um, time we 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 really here now. Honestly, I is I didn't even feel like that. You know what I mean? A lot of my accomplishments throughout my career. I wasn't able to fully enjoy because I always felt like um, I should. I felt like I should be further than I was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm not where I want to be. So it would be great things happening. Like even in 2017, where I, I a part of a, um, a song with Music Soul Child that was Grammy nominated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Off his album Feel the Real. Like I found out about that Grammy nomination and I was excited and proud. And it was something that that, that helped me that helps me keep going. But even with that, I was still feeling like. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm here, you know, and I wasn't able to gain my confidence back until I stepped back out as an artist because be like that. Yeah. I felt like as much as, as much as people say, you know, you don't need validation, um, as a, as a service provider, whether you're a writer, um, producer, engineer, somebody has to approve what you do and you know, they could, they, they, it could be right, but just because they're in position doesn't mean that they know the best thing to do. So, um, you know, just needing that constant validation and me feeling like I had some and I, and I feel like I wasn't getting that validation because I think it's because I'm kind of, I always been kind of modest and, um, and, and, and I, and just honestly, I wasn't always asking for what I wanted. You feel mm-hmm. me? Just not, not only in music, but in life in general. So a lot of times I wouldn't get what I wanted. Um, but I, as an artist, I felt like it, it helped me start having fun again. Like, it's not so much, you know, it's not so much pressure where it's like somebody else got to like this. I can say how I feel, what I want to say, and as long as it's dope, it's going to go. You feel me? Like, my success doesn't depend on the the okay or the green light or the mood of another creative. You mm. know? I think I'm learning, I'm learning that now. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, like, just, I, I've been practicing speaking up for myself, like, creating my own voice like i'm i'm the guy that like i come in the room and i just get it done mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of conversation there mm-hmm. <laughs> that that goes on between the the task at hand and me mm-hmm. like seemingly like surpassing expectations of mm-hmm. what's supposed to happen mm-hmm. and like that's a that's a gem in itself like i wasn't getting what i deserved because i didn't ask for what i wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> no and, and most of the time most of the time it's like you probably do deserve exactly what you feel like you deserve, yep. but because you didn't say like, "Hey, let me get that," let me get, that. I need that, <laughs> let me get that, I need that. And most times, like what I've learned now, especially in entertainment 
industry, like, this shit crazy. It's like, most people, like, they'll look at you, they'll see exactly what you worth, see exactly what you deserve, and if you don't ask for it, will not it will not give it, ha- to, you. <laughs> it, will not give it will to you. It will not give it to you. You gotta go for yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make it clear that you ain't doing it unless you get what you what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you in <laughs> hindsight, like you look back on like all of these uh supposed like divas mm-hmm. and like people that have like these long like rider lists mm-hmm. and stuff for their shows. And it's like um it's like a lot of them in most situations, they just like it's a it's a it's a not necessarily I don't even know what the word for it is, not a complex, but it's like you have to assert that like, all right. This is what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm not even asking for this because this is what I want. Right. It's like <laughs> I'm asking for this because it's like I need to mm-hmm. set this the the precedence of like I need to be comfortable. This should be easy for me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm bringing all this to the table and this is what I'm asking for, you need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah. I already know what the ROI of my work is. Yeah. At this point, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I yeah. think it's re- I think reasonable stuff. You know, so sometimes there are people that just disrespectful you know yeah what I mean? for and, sure and od but sometimes you know it's like i i just i just need this to be comfortable because yeah yeah the more com- <laughs> the more in most in most cases it's like the more comfortable i am the better the better work i'm gonna get for you like exactly like i'm here like i came to i feel like we're in the we're in the space of like our careers now where it's like um i'm not showing up to do a job anymore i'm mm-hmm. showing up to do my work mm-hmm. like this is why i'm here like my oh, per- like I w- I woke up to do this. You're just a ha- you just happen to be the person that asked me to do it today. Right. Thanks. <laughs> like I'm doing this regardless. Yeah, I'm doing this regardless. So yeah. it's like th- I need to be comfortable because in my comfort, like your R- your ROI is going your return on investment mm-hmm. in me is going to be that much greater. And just be- just because just show love. Just show love cuz I'm going to show you love. Yeah, I'm going to show you love. If you come, bro, if you come to layers, my boy going to have the water set out. Chips. My man got my man got <laughs> chips. He got the candy. You feel me? He got a couple bottles. Hey, go ahead, pour you some. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> if that if that's what you need, you know what I mean. Get getting your vibe, and it's all love from there. Um, what is something based on like all of these life lessons that you've learned over the course of decade plus? Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to ask like the uh, the people that come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking to um. I usually try to target like the right out of high school going into college. Mm. Um, that 18, 19 year old. It's like, uh, especially in 2020, like more people, I feel like more young people are following their, their passion and dreams coming out of high school mm. than like when we graduated mm. um, more so. Um, but there's still a lot of creatives. I feel like that are, that are, that have the safety net, which I'm not saying like, and I, I said this in a previous podcast, like, go to school mm-hmm. <laughs> stay in school if it if it's beneficial for you definitely go to school i'm not saying don't go to school but there's a lot of uh students and teenagers coming out of high school and they're they're stuck between i know i was stuck between that that academic route mm-hmm. and that passion route mm-hmm. it's like this is the this is what i would do for free mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna go to school to be like i almost went to school for forensic science mm. You know what I mean? That would have been lame. It would have been lame. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like it's just like it's not because I it's like I'm smart enough to get it done, mm-hmm. and I know that I could come out of college and probably making eighty thousand a year, maybe. But you gotta love it. 
but you gotta love but you gotta mm-hmm. love to do like you gotta be able to like can i do that every day until mm-hmm. i'm ready to retire mm-hmm. and i i don't think that that was that was it it was just gonna make me a little it was gonna make me comfortable for for a little while until i got fed up with it but um my question to you is what is what is that advice as far as like your journey um um not necessarily making that decision but um Based on uh, your experience, like mm. what is some advice that you would give that young person coming out of high school that may want to be a writer mm. or an artist and mm. um, they're not necessarily sure if they they might feel like they have the potential. Mm. Um, they might have some connections. They may not have any any connections at all. Um, what, it, what is some some smarter routes that you feel like can achieve that same goal with patience? Mm. Well, I just think that. You know, whatever you decide to do when you come out of high school, you got to know why you're doing it. If you decide you want to go to school, you know, that's expensive. So, you know why you want to go. You say, mm-hmm. I'm going to school because I need to learn this in order to do this. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that needs to be the goal. If you say, I'm not going to school, you say, okay, I'm not going to school because that's, that's you are going to be thrust into real life right then. If you decide you're not going to school, if you don't want to go just get a job to, to, to hold you over, you got to start making plans like an adult. So say, I ain't going to school. Okay, bet. That means through these hours of the day, I'm working on, on my songwriting. I'm developing these skills. I'm de- developing this craft. I might go, I might just go and may, maybe not go to college, but I might take some music business courses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just some types of, you, you got to develop skills because without a skill set, it's going to always be moments where you are stuck. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Are you stagnant or, or somebody else can control you? But yeah. the more skills that you have, the easier you can maneuver and the better equipped you are to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? Big so <clears throat> for me, I did both. You know what I'm saying? So I could tell people, you know what I'm saying? I went to school and I, and I, you know, was in the field. But I just feel like you got to know why you're doing stuff. You got to be decisive. You know what I mean? Because either way, it's a risk. And either way, it's going to cost you something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But you can't, but you can't be lazy and just say, I'm not going to school and don't do nothing. Because that's that's what a lot of that's what a lot of these young people do. They say mm-hmm. they don't want to go to school, but they're not doing nothing. Like that's you, you, you just gonna chill all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gonna chill. Yeah, you gotta you're gonna be you gonna be smoking weed all day. Yeah, that's that's not acceptable. It's not. It's not. It's you know not, what I'm saying? You're not gonna be productive at all. Yes, you know, and the only person that's gonna hurt is the person that's that's inactive, that's idle. Mm-hmm. So um, just don't spend no time idle. Just keep just if you're not gonna develop yourself in the <laughs> academic sphere, whether it's school. Just be working on yourself at all times and, and write down some plans. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, just have a plan. Don't just be out here freestyling it because you'll look down 10 years down the line and you you haven't developed how you needed to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you, and you're and not where you want to be. And you, you know, you just be stuck. 